Big Bri, I don't know what it is about listening to this. I get all sorts of pumped up. Girl, get it done. All right. Let's fade this out. All right, Big Bri. Welcome to another episode of Illegal Ham to the Face. We are in episode 12, right? Uh, Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I cannot believe we are in episode 12. We are just chugging right along. Mm-hmm. So, big fella, how's your week going? Uh, great. Yeah. A wonderful week, yeah. Mm-hmm. Love the summertime in Cleveland. Yeah. Well, it's been 95 and hot and humid. I'll take so it. Take we'll 90 take it. over 20 any day. All right. So, we have got a great episode for you guys today, but we got to get into our shout outs and how to get a hold of us because we want your feedback. We want you guys to reach out to us and give us a little bit of insight of how we're doing and also... If you don't like us, you can throw that in there, too, because we understand that. Sure. What do you so, want to hear? So, uh, let's see here. So, our shout-outs today is uh, we got to go with the, uh, we got to get the boys at the CC, right? Mm-hmm. We got to sure. get our normal suspects, yeah. Joe Bear and uh, Big Man and Cousin Vinny. Cousin Vinny will be here next week. Okay. Okay. He had to work today, so he's missing out on this one. Mm-hmm. But that's okay. We also got a shout-out, uh, Papa V. His birthday was this week. Happy birthday, Papa yeah, V. Happy birthday. All right. Brian, you got a shout out, right? Yeah. Um, I, I would like to shout out Hawk's Nest Golf Course. I've talked about them in the past. And let's see, it was maybe two weekends ago we had our charity golf outing there to support the Multiple Myeloma Research Foundation. And it was a little different this year because can't do a um, shotgun start. Didn't do a dinner afterwards, but... um. It was a great time, great cause uh, we raised some money for, and I think everyone had a blast. So they always do a phenomenal job taking care of us, and, you know, we've gone other places, and it's almost like we're a burden to them, or they're just trying to get us out of the way, where Hawk's Nest, top-notch. If you're thinking about having an outing, they treat you like kings. So it's a beautiful golf course as well. Head down there. Check it out. Yeah, we love you guys. Thank you. All right. Also, we got a shout out. This is a uh, family friend of mine. We got a shout out uh, Harmon's Palette Treasures in West Lafayette, Ohio. All right. Okay. They buy a whole bunch of stuff bulk and they sell it for cheap. Yeah. So if you ever, it's about 30 minutes south of uh, Amish country. Mm-hmm. So if you're ever down there, okay, it's a little village called West Lafayette. They have some decent pizza down there. It's not great. It's not Cleveland pizza, but it's okay. Okay. But if you got to go down there, anytime you're down there, check it out. They got electronics. They got anything you pretty much can find on Amazon. They got for cheap down there. Really? So, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a little mom and pop store, but one of my family friends for a long time, and I just wanted to give him a shout out because they're doing great. Nice. So, Chris, love you, buddy. I hope business is doing well. 
And let's start to get into our uh, our episode here, Bryce. So it's yeah, it's my turn for trivia, right? Yeah, yep. Oh my turn. lord, is it really? I'm ready for it. All right, well, let's get into the trivia. All right, Big Bry. So our trivia today is I watched our boy, Shane Bieber, mm-hmm. pitch another magnificent outing against the Minnesota Twins. Right. That boy is just lighting them up. Stones. Oh, he's just, he's doing great. So I wanted to ask you, because I, I went deep in depth to look mm-hmm. for this, okay? And I found this area where we have all these oh, different... Don't ask... Oh no! Don't ask me the question. I think you might ask me. No, because, no, no. All right. Did you look up the same one? No, no. I, well, I saw what he had twenty-seven strikeouts yes. in the first two games, and he tied somebody else. No, no, no. I'm not asking you that guy. That I'm guy, not asking I you that guy. That guy. So, so far in two games, he's had was it twenty-seven? Twenty-seven. Yep, twenty-seven 14, strikeouts. 13. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that averages at thirteen. And thirteen and a half per game. Okay, right. per game. So I'm asking you. Strikeouts per nine innings. Mm-hmm. There is a Cleveland leader in that category. It is not Shane Bieber right now. Okay. But there are two of them that are at, for... at 10 games. 10 Ks. Okay. Okay. Now, I'll give you two hints. Can I ask a question? Is this for a season or a career? Career. For a career. Okay. Or at least I think it's career. Hold on. Let me, let me, yep. I think it's for a career. Okay. So 10 strikeouts per nine innings. There's two Indians. That's what they average. That's the average. Okay. So there's two Indians. Right. At 10 or above. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to give you number three just to make it a little easier on you because I know this is kind of a curveball. Okay. Number three is Corey Kluber. Three is Kluber. So At 9.8. Two other Indians. Number four, Trevor Bauer. At 9.4. Okay. Number five, Carlos Carrasco. At really? 9.402. Wow. So there's two guys above those three. Okay. And one is pitching for the Indians right now. Right now. Okay. Okay. But he's not number one. Mm-hmm. So you okay. just got to get ready for that. So, uh, All right. Now that we've talked about uh, Mr. Bieber lighting up everything, yeah. what do you think of the first week of baseball? I think my bold prediction for one of the Indians' pitchers winning the Cy Young might I, come true this year. I, I got to give you how like, could how I, could he do any better than what well, he did? Not even just him though. Oh, all yeah, the other pit, everybody six starters, six starters, and they didn't give up more than like two runs. And our six starter went. Eight innings, eight scoreless innings with like 11 strikes. <laughs> Unheard of. But I'm sitting here laughing. And I'm going to the entire time watching the show. I'm like, damn, Brian, his bowl predicts. Damn him. <laughs> and I'm sitting here, and I was going to give you kudos for that because you called it. Right, right now, you are looking strong in the I clubhouse. I kind of forgot about it. My brother brought it up last night. He's like, I think that'll probably come true. I go, yeah. oh, that's right. Even though yeah. that's a, that's I don't a, even know if they're going to have the award. Yeah, though, they're going to have the award. Okay. But I mean, I mean, this. They even talked about that. This might be the year that a pitcher might win the MVP because it's such a short season, right? Well, and, yeah. and just think about that. Just think if Shane Bieber keeps this up, 
MVP and Cy Young? If he keeps this up, he's definitely the Cy Young. He's probably the MVP. Oh, without a doubt. That he's on such a phenomenal pace that there's no way in hell he can keep this up. But we'll enjoy the ride while it's going. Oh, heck yeah, we will. I mean, that's absolutely amazing what he's doing. I mean, yeah. and he's making people look stupid. Yeah. I mean, it's I one mean, thing to do it against the uh, Royals, but to do it against the Twins, who I think set a record for home runs last year. Oh, I know. Year. I know. And he just he carved them up. Yeah. And I'm telling you what, his curveball is just... That thing is filthy, mm-hmm. and now he's got that change up, and that's just making it even better. But we got to get our offense going. They are, they come in spurts, and it's like you yeah. sit there and watch it. You're like, all right, because there's been games that they've had, they've left a lot of people on base, Bry. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot and, of people on base. They're not hitting many home runs. No, what? And if Jose they do, has one or two. Uh, Jose, I think, has three now. Frankie has a couple. Other than well, that, but it's only been it's nobody. only been like six games. I know that's why I'm trying not to overreact. But you say it's just six games. That's ten percent of your season. Well, yeah, no, <laughs> I, I hear you now. But you know, it, it's I think the offense will come around. I and I think they got a gel. But I was expected to be a little better. I I was expecting our top five to be a little better than this. And mm-hmm. you know what's surprising is our bottom four has stepped up. I mean, between Mercado Zimmer. All the out loop low, mm-hmm. the guys playing the outfield. I mean, it's, but I, they got they got to start stepping up and start hitting the ball. Hernandez has been a breath of fresh air. I'll be honest, I didn't even know who he was when we signed him. I'm like, <laughs> where did this guy play? I think my friend well, just I told mean, me the Phillies was yeah. he with. Yeah, but, but so see, the now thing we're is, hitting him. We've off. had we've had Kipnis for like two decades. Yeah, and you know you start to get into you know, <laughs> which we were talking. Is he? He's with the Cubs, right? Yeah, he's with Kipnis. the Cubs. Is he starting for No, them? God, no. They got Javi right. Baez. That's at second. Yeah. Right. I couldn't remember if he played second or short. No, he played second. They got Javi Baez. So, so he basically know. just went there to go to his hometown team. Well, and that's okay. Which is fine. We love Kip for what he did for the city. Heck but, yeah. Uh, he loved this city. Yeah, it was time for an upgrade at second base, and I think we have Well, it. I think it was time for a offensive upgrade at second base, because yeah. the past few years... You know, Kip signed that big contract when he had a breakout year, and he hasn't really lived up to it offense. Right. Now, defense, he was okay. He wasn't like he's not a stellar defensive second baseman, but he was solid enough to close down that gap. Yeah. But did you? So I don't know if you watched any of the Twins game. Okay. Uh, the first one I did. Well, last night I did too, but it was kind of boring. Okay. Well, I know it's kind of boring. By the time but did I you, turned it on, we were down four nothing. Like, oh. So they tried to switch Sano from third to first base. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Minnesota, because he is god-awful horrible at first base. He made three errors in one game, it looked like. Really? Like, he couldn't throw the ball to, like, he's sitting there, to, instead of, you know, how you normally toss the ball to first base, he's yeah. like, he's trying to drill the pitcher in the head with a fastball. Was like, this Thursday's game? Yeah, he threw it over top of the guy's head. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was just, he is horrible at first base. <laughs> and I know, hey, I know it takes time, but Big Bright, I've seen you play first base. Mm-hmm. You, my friend, are mediocre athletic. Let's just be, you're athletic that, enough. That's harsh. That's not harsh. That's a little harsh. No, no, Brian, look at me. It's not harsh. Okay. I said, well, compared you're to not, what? Yeah, you're not LeBron James. All right. <laughs> let's, let's be honest. Almost there. Though. You're almost there. Almost there. Your, your negative six inch hops are, you know. <laughs> I can get over a phone book. I guarantee that. Well, I know. <laughs> but I see you feel first base. Mm-hmm. I think you can do it. Okay. Now, the stretching might be a little different. Heck no. No. Uh, Straight up and down. (laughs) 
<laughs> but no, I, I I think that if we get their offense going, I, I honestly think that the Indians are going to make some serious noise. This yeah, year. and that's what we've worried about all along. I've never been worried about the pitching. I didn't expect <laughs> Sorry it about the cough. to be this good. Certainly, I don't think anybody they, did. They're, they're so they're far pitchers. ahead of everybody else. Yeah. Like, they actually, it's, their offseason program had to be just the best. They just had to work because I guess everybody else just sat on their ass and ate Cheetos. That's what they do. I mean, it's pitchers. Under, and all these guys, you know, you got Cookie and Clev that are, you know, Cookie's the veteran. Mm-hmm. But you got Clev at, like, I think he's 29. Oh, but no, think about that old. Beaver's 24 years old. And do you know how long we have him locked up till? Until he's 29, I think. I, I heard he won't be a free agent until 2025. Yeah. Which I worried about because, you know, if he continues this pace up, there's no way the Indians will sign him. No. And so when we get a superstar in his prime, I'm always thinking like, well, how much longer do we have him for? And yeah, to get him for what, four more years after this, he could have two or three Cy Youngs by that time. I, I, and so enjoy him also, while we have him. Yeah, but you also got to look at the back end, though, with Savali, Plesak, and Pluko, who all yeah. pitch great yeah right and they're all young it, it's like we're just churning out starting pitching like it just is gotta score just, runs man. i, I hear you well, i hear you so did we only have we only had one game what we've what are, what's our record five at this point five and three uh, five and two five and two i think five and three five. because we lost a game in extra innings we lost a game in the ninth yeah and we lost five last and three. night so out of those eight games, we've only scored over four runs once, maybe? Yeah, that's not good. No. It, but our starting pitching has right. not let up anything, and our bullpen kind of yeah, screwed us on yeah, a couple ones, which we're going to get into here in a second. Brad Hand. For, yeah, we're uh, definitely going to have to get into Brad Hand, because how long is the leash on him? Or his, well, I mean, looking it, at Tito's past, he sticks with guys through thick and thin. So I would say... At least for another month, Brad Hand is our closer. I you can't give him that long. No, you can't. Karinchek, what had you, a save the other night? You got three guys. Nine yeah, pitches? yeah, but you got three guys that have got saves. It's like a save by That's committee. True. So you got Cam Hill, who I listened to on the radio. He had an interview on one of the local sports mm-hmm. agents. He's hilarious. Is he? Yeah, he's he's a good kid. But the only reason he got a chance to save was because it was that double header. Yeah. Where no, no, no. I got to. pitched in the first game, and so we needed somebody for the second but, game. But I, you got to that leash has got to be tight on him because you cannot, you know, in any other season, yeah, give him a month to see if it'll work out or not. Mm-hmm. You got sixty games, dude. You don't got you don't got the extended time that you think you have for him to figure out whatever the heck he's got to figure out. But this started from last year, and we talked about I it. Oh, right. And it is just his velocity's down. He can't find his own. You remember the last time something like this happened? Andrew Miller. And I even, <laughs> hey, I even brought it up on Twitter, which follow us on uh, Legal Ham to the Face, mm-hmm. Facebook, and Twitter. I don't see, I don't even remember Andrew Miller doing that bad. I remember well, the Andrew Miller from 2016. That that carried our that was asses all the way to the World like Series. Phenomenal. I hear you. But towards the later parts, he okay. couldn't even find a strike zone. Really? Was it that bad? He could not find a strike zone for any pitch. He could not throw a fastball. He could not throw a slider. Mm-hmm. He could. All they had to do was just stand up there and watch him, and he's walking. I think he's out of the league now, unless he's on somewhere else. I have no idea. I haven't I mean, heard look his at, name since we got rid of him. Look at Cody Allen. 
Same thing. Same haven't thing. heard his name. Haven't heard his name. Where'd he go? The Braves or something? Maybe? So, he, but they even sent him down. Who knows? Really? Yeah. From what Jeez. I heard. So, I mean, is it's crazy how quickly a pitcher can lose it, especially a bullpen guy. Oh, my God. It's I just could, all between the ears. I, and I hear you, but, like, you figured he would hit at least. He's he a specialty pitcher because of his slider, okay? If he could pinpoint his slider... He's deadly enough with his fastball because that slider is so vicious. Mm-hmm. But he's deadly enough with his fastball. Who are you talking about here? Hand. Hand. Okay, gotcha. But he can't find it mm-hmm. right now. And to watch him give up a double and then now, get bases loaded. It was to the guy who led the league in batting average last I, year. I, so it's not like it's a I understand a that. But then he walked the next guy. He hit you know, the guy hit on the, the guy, foot. Yeah, hit was, the guy on yeah, the foot. BS. You know, you can't you can't do that as a closer. If you're coming in, yeah, you can give up a hit or two, mm-hmm. and that's fine. And you're not going to be perfect. I get it. you're not going to be perfect. Closers aren't perfect. We're we're never going to see probably another Mariano Rivera, uh, right. probably ever no. again in our lifetime. No, right. All right. But still, to have him not just at least get one solid, like it just it was weird looking. It was awkward, and you can't have it. I think, in my opinion, I think Tito will give him. He maybe doesn't give him a month because that's half the season. I think you give him a week. I think you give him a couple more chances, probably two, maybe three, to kind of find his groove again. After that, you know, we have Karen Check. I think Karen Check's the the closer of the future. Uh, so, actually, I think it's the uh, guy we picked up from Texas, the Plaza. That who's not playing this who's year. Who's not playing this year. Right. And so, so but, we have to make do with what we have. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But we have we have a okay enough bullpen <laughs> that we have guys that can step in and do it. And let's just see what happens. Yeah. So that that was kind of one of our concerns coming into this year was the bullpen. They had a stellar first four or five games and then hand ran into a rough spot but other than that other than that one game i think i think they're fine okay. i'm not worried about the all pitching right. at all i'm worried about the hitting i i hear you you know when the reason but hey the, starter, came in, the starters can't pitch all nine eggs brian i understand and I worry the bullpen's a little but your starting pitcher goes eight innings scoreless ball you should be handing the ball to brad hand with at least a three run lead and they oh, they, yeah. they they put no. him in there and it was tied at zero yeah. So, and it was against the White Sox. So yeah. we should have swept them. I'm, I'm a little bitter. The bats need to come alive. But hey, they, they are looking good. If the bats come alive, watch out for this team because guess what? They're going to make a run and they're going to scare oh, yeah. some people. And in what a better year than now to have one of the strongest pitching staffs in the whole league. Oh, I know. <laughs> and so, if we can just come up with three runs a game. I'll pick them to at least get to the World Series, but I'm just not confident that we can at this point. Well, from way they expanded the playoffs, I mean, it looks like the Indians are going to make the playoffs. It's yeah. just how far they go, and so so we don't even have to worry about finishing, finishing top of yeah. the Twins. No. As long as we're first or second, we're in. Yeah. Well, let, let's see what next week's brings, Bry. Because uh, you know what I love about this season. The 60-game shortened season, usually you have to wait a month, a month and a half to play the top teams in your comp, in your division, like the Twins, the White Sox. We'd have to go through two, three weeks before we even saw them. We see them both in the first week. Oh, yeah. So but, but I, also, I love it. But also, you got to think, we got the back end of like Pittsburgh, 
coming well, yeah. <laughs> you know, and we like, still we haven't have... played detroit no you know we got some soft teams coming up so if we can just finish a couple as, games above hey, 500 as long as you keep winning series that's all you gotta do yeah. two and one two and one two and one guess what that gets you at what 60 and 40 mm-hmm. or no christ there's only 60 games what am I doing? What kind of math? 40 and 20. I? There it is. Mm-hmm. What kind of math am I doing? Uh, Jesus. Ohio State math. Eh, well, <laughs> there it is. I knew it was coming. Oh, you got me. You, you don't me. go to play school, son. Yeah, that was one. Shut up. <laughs> All right. So, Brian, we got to get into a topic that we wanted to get into last week, mm-hmm. but we just didn't have enough time. All right. Okay. So, I got to ask you, because it was brought up to me. Can, bottle, or draft? And when is the appropriate time to use them? Okay. Okay. Now, I personally believe that there is a certain point in time where you use a can, bottle, or draft. Totally agree. 100%. Because you can have, you know, like, we're not talking... We're not talking college days where you're buying the cheapest beer, getting a keg or whatever. Right. You know, we already know what that is. Mm-hmm. We're talking adult years, mm-hmm. going to the bars, hanging out with friends, cooking out, stuff like that. Right. So, I got to ask you, when do you think is the best time to use a can? Best best time to use a can? Oh, you're starting off heavy. When, I, when, I, when you see me with a can in my hand, that means it's going to be a good night. I mean, that's, that's tailgate. That- that's tailgate, that's, uh, you know, backyard barbecue, uh, house party, whatever. That's when it's going to go down, if I'm drinking a can. And tailgate, first of all, Now, play, hold on. Do you, are you a shotgun guy? You can. That's okay. That's another element of the can. You can't do that with a bottle. You can't do that with a draft. It's, you can do that with a can. So how how many beers have you shotgunned in your uh, in my illustrious life? career? Oh, I mean, too many. More than two. Let's stick with that. Okay, right. <laughs> I think I'm my just mom curious. might still be listening. Oh, well, but I was just I was just <laughs> oh, curious. Plenty, plenty. Yeah, Absolutely. He, Mom, he's an adult. He's allowed to drink yep. beer like a plenty. moron. And so cans, yeah, like you said, tailgates. If if you're gonna have a good time, you buy eighteen pack, twenty four pack. Not saying you finish it all, but you know. When you're buying bottles, you're kind of just buying a six pack usually most of the time, yeah. maybe 12, 12 bottles. But please, I go 18 racks all day. <laughs> you know, it, with a can, like you said, you can shotgun, you can play more drinking games. Usually, that with is a true can. because nothing gets broken. At, at the Browns tailgate, we play this one drinking game called uh, beer ball. You throw a ping pong ball at whatever you're drinking. If it's a can, you hit the can, you have to return the ball to the table. If you're playing with a bottle, that ping pong ball hits the bottle and it'll shoot, it'll rocket 20, 30 feet sometimes. And so you have to play with a can. You guys are a whole different level. Like You don't even know. What kind of crap is that? Like all you got to do is hit the can? All you have to do, it's it's tougher than you think. So you have your team on one side of the Uh table. You have the other team on the other side of the table. I throw a ping pong ball, hit your can. Yeah. My team starts drinking. Okay. As soon as the other team returns the ball to the table, my team stops. Oh, 
Okay. And it's whoever finishes the, all their beers first. first. Wow. So that's okay. why I'm saying that if is, you use a ooh. bottle, yeah, that's a, you're, the yeah. ping pong ball off glass, it's going to shoot. I never even heard of that game. Right. Hey, you you are amazing. Come on, give me a high five. There you give go. Me, that is amazing yep, game. That's, that's a staple of the Browns wow. Uni Lot tailgate. Holy and That's cow. like the only time I ever play that game, but uh, it's a lot of fun. So anyways, getting back to, yeah. Can means party time means stuff's going to go down later. <laughs> okay. So I agree with you on that. Okay. Also, for me, personally, can is all depends on the company that you have at your house. Okay. okay. The only reason why I say that is because cans are a lot cheaper than bottles. Mm-hmm. Okay. I get a 30 rack of Bush. All right. If I know my big boys are coming over to drink, right? So, you know, I, it all depends on what we're doing that day. So, like, for me, I'm with you, tailgating, parties, things of that nature. You got to have a can because guess what? You got no glass cleanup if it breaks. Mm -hmm. If you spill it, shit happens, open another one. Mm -hmm. You can shotgun it. You can play beer games with it. All that fancy stuff. But also, for me, if you're cooking out, you know it's going to be an all-day, like, cookout, and you are just getting ham. You're doing cans because guess what? Bottles are going to get clingy, they're going to get messy, and you can crush cans and get them the heck out of there. Amen. Okay. Now, for bottles, though, uh-huh. is a classy cookout. There you go. I yep. think I think bottles are for a nice cookout with the family where you can just sit back and have... Because if you're going to drink, let's just say you're going to pound down at least eight or more beverages. Mm-hmm. If it's eight or less, go bottles. Okay. Eight or more, go cans. Because... The amount of Fair. trash that you're going to do is, is unreal, mm-hmm. but that way you know where you're at, and I think if you're cooking, especially with me, because I like to accidentally, and I use air quotes, spill beer or the burgers as I'm cooking them, <laughs> um, you know, you get things of that nature, and I yeah. always, so when we have parties, if it's going to be a lot of people, we'll go cans, mm-hmm. but if it's like a little smaller group, let's just say 10 to 12 people, you know, we'll have bottles, we'll have family around, and, and it's all good there. I mean, how do you feel about the beer bottle? I agree with what you said. Um, I think if you're just there to hang out, just have a couple, one or two. Maybe you go out, you get the fancy beer bottles, and you might get a six-pack. Maybe you get two six-packs, whatever. I was kind of disappointed. Last time I was, you know, for the most part, we've talked. I'm a domestic guy. Oh, yeah. I get the domestic cans, and I'm fine. Are once you a, talking about not finding the stouts? Yeah, once oh in a while. Once in a while, I'm like, well, you know what? Let's, let's fancy it up a little bit. And so I went looking for something maybe I've never tried before. I go to the gas station. IPA. Oh, IPA. There's another IPA. Okay, here's another one. And so I'm looking for something that's not an IPA that has maybe a little more alcohol than 4.2%. I couldn't find hardly anything. I had to end up. I think I ended up going with, uh, uh, oh, what's the Great Lakes? Elliot Ness, yeah, something like yeah. that. That's an amber ale, which I've had before. But I was looking to try something new. Yeah, and so <laughs> going. Brian's not an IPA fan. Let's just yeah, let's just I'll that drink way. an IPA. Don't get me and, wrong. And if me, you if you give it to me, we're we're not snobs. We're not going to turn our nose up to beer. If you offer us a beer, right. we're at least going to drink it. Right. Okay, and, but. He is not a huge fan of IPA, and especially if it's a double IPA, 
Those, oh my lord! Those will get you in trouble. <laughs> now we're talking like ten, eleven percent. I hear you. So I'll drink one and I'll be flying high right. and I'll be feeling good. As, as we're sipping on whiskey now, yeah, they, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> but I'm talking about enjoying a beer. I'll I'll usually try something different, and usually it's a six pack of uh, bottles, and you know I go from there. I, I'm not slamming them down or anything yeah. like that because a bottle isn't meant to chug no it's no. meant to sip on it's meant to sip on and you know if you try to chug a bottle you're getting some regurgitation coming back up that's not, not saying be... i haven't tried it all right i know we've all tried it <laughs> all right so let's flip it over to the draft now. yeah yeah all right so what do you think is the part of the draft where you have to have a draft the draft for me comes down to whenever i'm out whenever oh. i'm out at a restaurant whenever i'm out at a bar it's not even really looking at what you have in, on the bottle. What do you have on tap? And, you know, if it's a, let's say, 16 ounce or below, that's usually the first drink before dinner. Something like that. If it's 22 ounce and above, that's lookout. That's it. Yeah, that, that, that's at that's, a bar. That's followed by a shot. And no, <laughs> no, not many shots you're, lately. You're not a chaser, are you? No. Uh, okay. No way. No. Um, but... Yeah, if I'm going to do a draft, it's always out. Even no. when I get like a bottle at my house or a can in my house, I rarely will pour it into a glass. No, I got to Does the missus listen to the show? Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes? Yeah, uh, once we start talking sports, she probably shuts it off. Okay, so she's probably shut it off now? Yep, probably. Okay, so got to ask, are you a nicotine guy when you're drinking? Because um, I used to be. I, I, I used to smoke, yeah. and I used to dip, mm-hmm. and I... Quit all that because I kind of had to. Right. But I still get the craving. Like, if I'm out at a bar right. and I'm drinking and I'm having a good time, I still get that little itch of a craving of a little really? nicotine. See, that's when that's when I, I'm craving it the most. Okay. For me. Yeah. When I'm drinking. If Everybody I've has been, their vices. I just went back. I've been over served um, and I'm having a good time. I'm feeling it. <laughs> I'll throw a lipper in and that's when the bottle comes in handy. That's when I prefer the bottle. Um, other than that. Well, that's because you got a spittoon on that. Right. You know. Other than that, I really don't partake a whole lot, but I almost use it just to pace myself a little bit. Okay. At weddings, country I concerts, got you. Slow stuff down. like that. It's like, all right, keep the alcohol away from me. Relax a little bit. Don't have to worry about it. And it's almost like a cigarette. Not a cigarette. I've never smoked a cigarette in my life, to be honest. A cigar, once in a while, I'll partake in that as well. Yeah. At weddings and stuff like that, like I was saying. And just to calm everything down, just to get it back to zero. And But going back to the draft, it's it's for the fancy beers. If, if I hear that you have a beer that I like on draft, on tap, I'll order that. And okay. so... What do you think? I mean, are well, you I mean, kind of along so the same? I I am, but it all depends on how you get your draft. Yeah, because there are certain establishments that just get you a glass and then pour your draft. No, no, no. I want that glass completely <laughs> frosted over. You I are want, a snob. I but hold on. You are a draft. But no, snob. I am not a draft snob. It, it's just for me, drafts are a little different because they get me in a weird place that I don't want to go sometimes, and it's normally the next morning. With a hangover. I've heard of that. So I get is that like a, a real thing? For me, it is. Okay. But if I start drinking drafts, watch the hell out because we're going straight to the liquor cabinet mm. and we are getting rowdy that night. Mm. 
The only reason why is because I know what's about to happen the next day, and it, it's going to be what it is. So now, your if I, rowdy time is drafts. My rowdy time if is I drafts. I see you with a draft. You see me with a draft. You want to know why? Because I don't have to mess with a little opening of a bottle. I don't have to mess with a little bit of a can. I can straight gulp down some beer out of that draft. And normally for me, I get about four tall boys, four tall drafts okay. in me. And then it's like, you want a shot? Oh, you, yeah, you want a shot. All right, you want a shot? And then shots start flowing, beers start flowing, and it just gets weird after that. I don't know what it is about drafts. Are you ever a pitcher guy? Every now and then, it depends on the price. Okay. Okay, so if it's, it, if, if, if it's a good deal, like normally we do, so I play in a pool league in Cleveland. That's why I am nicknamed the fat guy. Okay. Okay, so that's, everybody's asking, I'm chunky, I'm not like obese, <laughs> right? <laughs> fluffy. Fluffy, fluffy, okay. Fl- fluffy. Okay, so everybody calls me fatty when uh-huh. I'm out. Now, depending on where we go, you have your bottles, deals where you get like a bucket of bottles for 10 bucks or whatever mm-hmm. or you get your draft deals you get a pitcher for like seven bucks right. it all depends now if i get a pitcher fuck the glass i don't need a glass straight from the pitcher yeah because i'm drinking a pitcher myself straight from the pitcher well yeah because why would why would i even get a glass to pour it have into you ever tried to chug a pitcher i've tried and i failed miserably and I succeeded one time. It was like a random Tuesday night. Really? Oh, it was, I am proud of you. Was because rough. this was like because I got like halfway ten years ago. I got halfway through it, and then I started regurgitating <laughs> beer, and then that was like, uh, no, we're Don't not doing this wrong. anymore. It was not a smart choice. But also, I think that if you <clears throat> are classy enough, and we have friends oh, that are classy enough to have classy. a kegerator in their house. Really. I you can have a draft during a game at somebody's house if they have a kegerator. I like that, yeah. But we don't have a kegerator Mm-mm. because we're not fancy like that. It, you know. When was the last time you drank beer from a keg? Uh, actually, it wasn't that long ago. It really? was probably before the pandemic. So what, okay. what? Early March? Really? Yeah. Just a house party? Or yeah. Well, okay. not a house party. I went over to a friend's house. They had a, a kegerator. They had a kegerator. He had Labatt Blue in there. I can't. We remember. drank some Labatt Blue and. I can't remember the last time I had beer from a keg. It was probably some I, random but, golf outing. But or I got I gotta say, his setup Nice. He's got a whole garage full of shit, Bri. You open up that fridge, you see the keg, you think that's it. <laughs> he's got whiskeys, he's got other beers in there. You get to pick and choose what you want. He's got, oh, no, he's got three TVs, a couch. Ping pong table, foosball table, air hockey table, all in his garage. And wow. a dartboard. Forgot the dartboard. Wow. So when you go over to watch games, you can watch whatever game you flip a one to on this guy's TV. How have you not taken me over there yet? Uh, he doesn't like Michigan fans. Oh, oh well. Yeah. And I'm sorry about that. that it's his I mean, he has Buckeye only above the garage. <laughs> well, then and, I probably don't want to go. Uh, I'm, plus, it's, it's a little bit of a haul. Too. It's mm-hmm. also down towards southern Ohio that you don't like gotcha. to frequent because banjos start playing down there, brother. <laughs> <laughs> to to talk about a place that is kind of Buckeye only where I had, I'd say, one of the best burgers I've had in my life. Thurman's? No, oh. no. I've never been down there. It wasn't in Columbus. It's off of 71. 
going down towards Columbus is called, I think, the Buckeye Express. Okay. It's off of 71 in Belleville, I think. Oh, okay. It's a little... It's a little uh, train car. Yeah, it's a little diner. Do you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, I know exactly what it's you're talking Buckeye about. Buckeye Express. Oh, they got bomb Their food there. burgers were phenomenal. <laughs> so, shout out to them. I didn't wear my Michigan stuff in there because they said I'd have to park across the street, but good burgers. <laughs> if you're ever heading down to Columbus from Cleveland, stop off there. Buckeye Express. So, you won't regret it. So, now everybody knows our thoughts on beer and yeah. what, how we think of beer. Mm-hmm. So we're going to get into the uh, NFL Top 100 that came out. That was voted on by the players, I believe, right? You are correct. All right. And we're going to tell you where your Browns are at. And it is absolutely comical what NFL players think of Cleveland. Uh, yeah. uh, so right. the lowest Brown is the guy that just got paid $25 million a year. Miles Garrett. The highest paid well, at the time. At the time, he, yeah. Joey Bosa beat him out on that one. Which, you called that. Which we, yep. we said that yep. because, and kudos to Miles Garrett I wish, for I wish not I had a, holding out. I wish I had a bell for every time that we did something right. Just yeah. about, hold on. Where's the pig? Where's There's the pig. <laughs> pig it. All right. So every the, time we do. The every time pig do, is the positive reinforcement. Pig is positive reinforcement. Okay. I'll remember that. Yeah. Because. We said he's just they're these two guys are just waiting to see who can get paid more money. I'm trying to think of an acronym for the uh, pig, and I was thinking like pimps and uh, charge, but that's not going to work. No, no. no. Uh, next time, yeah, next Check time. We'll, we'll, we'll right now it's we'll, just a pig. Yep. So okay, then you have uh, Landry. So, so Miles Garrett is at eighty. Miles Garrett's at eighty. You got Landry at sixty-one. Two spots above him is. Mm-hmm. OBJ, and you have Nick Chubb at 36. So this is what the NFL thinks of Cleveland Browns. Because, you know, what's really funny is everybody else thinks that on paper, this offense is just, if they can get it going, is unreal. Because Mm -hmm. they've never seen anything like this offense. You have a top-tier running back. Two top tier wide receivers, two top tier running backs, really. Yeah, two top tier, two top tier tight ends. Mm-hmm. Well, a top tier to medium tier, depending on if he's still here or not. Right. Plus, one you just drafted that is on a high end. Mm-hmm. I mean, the only thing that you're really missing is quarterback play, right? And yeah. we'll see what Baker does. You could but, say that. I mean, how do you feel about Garrett being eighty? I mean, that's. That is absolutely I'm, I'm ridiculous. I'm trying to rack my brain for why he would be that low. Hold on. The only reason why I say, where the hell did you tell me T.J. Watt was at? T.J. Watt was around like, 20. T.J. freaking Watt. You're right. Right. It's above Miles Garrett. you yeah. got to be kidding me. I, th- I don't know this for sure, but I think they probably docked him for missing six games. The people I, that I did. hear you, but now, still, let's, before let's, that, he has been dominant. Yeah, but... And you got T.J. Watt 60 spots ahead of him? Let's look at this. Ohio State math. I figured it out. From this perspective. Kudos. Um, (laughs) So these are voted on by the players, correct? Yeah, but still. Do you think any Pittsburgh Steeler is going to put Miles Garrett in their top 100? Depends on if they hate Mason Rudolph. So he's left off all of their top 100s. And a lot of the other people well, probably just docked him for, for yeah. missing six games. He only played I, ten. But I hear you. But still, we can that's go into the crazy. top. We can go into the top um, 
top ten. All right, re-be Patrick the, Mahomes. Rebe the top ten. Patrick re-be Mahomes is 10. four. Lamar Jackson is one. Russell Wilson, two. Aaron Donald, three. Mahomes, four. Michael Thomas, five. McCaffrey, six. Kittle, which was kind of surprising, is seven. That huh. he would be that the high? top tight end over um, Kelsey. Eh. But I think the guys that play the game know that Kittle is a phenomenal pass catcher. And he's also a phenomenal blocker. Yeah, he's, so he's he an all-around tight end. So he's seven. DeAndre Hopkins is eight. Stephon Gilmore, your reigning defensive player Derek of the year. Henry? Really? Is Derek Henry? Really? Derek Henry? Yeah, Derek Henry, the league leader in rushing, is 10. Uh, uh, what you, hold 26 on. spots ahead of Nick Chubb. Yeah, and he I, had like 20 more yards in him. Uh, who was number five again? Number five, Mike Thomas. Who was number five again? Uh, is that who was who number five again? Yeah. I don't know if this is fantasy football rankings or because <laughs> it's certainly so not. On. I know. I got to get my high state hand in there. <laughs> so, hold on. How in the world is Pat Mahomes, Pat Mahomes like, I behind can, okay. Lamar Jackson okay. and Russell Wilson? Okay. Okay. Now, the, now we, the year that Lamar Jackson had, I can understand a little bit of Lamar Jackson. Russell Wilson was very, very good this year. Right. Solid. But it's. Pat Mahomes. Well, like, so we did find out later that this was uh, voted on in December. So okay. this was voted on before they before had the, the playoffs, playoffs. Before okay. Lamar Jackson fell flat on his face yeah, again in I, the playoffs. I, 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 before Pat Mahomes won a Super Bowl. And so I think if it was done after the season, it might be a little bit different. I think it would have been a lot different because I... Good God, I can't... But Miles Garrett, Brown, I mean, it was still fresh in everyone's mind what just, he did. Browns just get shit on, man. Always. In the I fact mean, it's that, not even like a little bit. The fact that I know it's just two spots that OBJ is ahead of Landry like, after watching just think them about last that. year. Just think about it. Chubb could have been the rushing leader if Freddie Kitchens yeah. would have gave him the ball a little bit, and he still would have been 36 behind the guy that finished second rushing. Aaron Jones was ahead of Nick Chubb. Who the is Aaron Jones. That's what everyone who doesn't play fantasy says. <laughs> he was a backup in Green Bay, like, I don't know, the start of last year, and he ended up scoring a bunch of touchdowns. So, Does he play me. for Green Bay? Because I seriously don't know who the yeah, Aaron he's, Jones he's is. He's the running back for Green Bay. Get the fuck yeah, out of here. He was ahead of Nick Chubb. This is getting me sick. Hey, I mean, I, you know what I say? Bring on the hate. Miles Garrett. If he needed any extra motivation. No, oh, he's got it now. He's got it now. I mean, we don't want these guys in the top 10 and they're thinking, okay, we've arrived. God, we have he's nothing got to now. prove. So, yeah, piss him off a little bit and let's go to town next next year. I can't. Especially uh, the other thing that gets me is to have OBJ over Landry. Landry had a better year last year. Yeah. I don't know. It's only two spots, but like I, I they were both hurt. I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. Right. But. Landry has been more consistent than OBJ. And is mm-hmm. it because it's a popularity contest? You think that's what it is? I think it's just people remember what OBJ was two, three, four years ago. Well, we need OBJ healthy. to get back to that. Because that's we what do. we drafted him, we or do. traded him for. And that's why he's down at 59. Because if he was putting up numbers, just his persona and everything. He'd, he'd, he'd still be, be underneath Michael Thomas, let's be honest. Be, well, where, <laughs> where the heck is Julio Jones? They're just getting sick and tired of putting Julio in the top ten every Oh, year. Princess is getting excited. <laughs> so, yeah, bring on the hate. Bring <sighs> on the disrespect. We're kind of used to it, especially after everyone was so high on everybody that wore the brown and orange last year and 
fell on their face, quite frankly. Yeah. And so let's fly under the radar. Bring know. those numbers up, boys. Yeah, they'll be fine. I, I don't worry about it. So we're getting towards the end of the show now. Okay. Brian and I have another topic, but we're gonna we're gonna save it for another time. Sure. Because we gotta talk about the first ever hot dog eating contest <laughs> that is supposed to go down next weekend at mm-hmm. two PM. Now, I have heard that we might be missing a big bry for possibly. but hold on possibly, possibly for the hot dog eating contest. Mm-hmm. So what we are going to do, okay, is I'm going to get a hold of Big Boy Phillips mm-hmm. and my cousin Vinny, because we definitely need Bry for this hot dog eating contest and see if we can switch times and pick a different date. Because you don't want to see two skinnier guys and a fluffy guy without Big Bry because <laughs> it's just it's not it's not good. Yeah, I'll bring it. So whenever. I know I posted it on Facebook. OK, keep watching us on Facebook because I'll repost everything. But I put a vent up on Facebook. It's supposed to go down at two o'clock. August 8th, mm-hmm. okay, here at the Fat Guy household, all right, <laughs> and we got some cheaper hot dogs because I don't want to feed these heathens. No, 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 okay. cheaper than, Nothing. no, those are the good hot dogs. Okay, I'm talking sure. like the Aldi hot dogs. You okay with that? Yep. Because yep. I don't want to get fancy hot dogs for us to just kind of, because everybody's like, are you getting the ballparks? No, 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 no. We're, we're getting like Sugar the Dale. we're getting like the eighty nine cent a pack hot dogs. Okay, that and we're going to cook them up on the grill though. Right. Okay. So Charm. we're we're not going to boil them or anything. We're going to cook them up on the grill and we're just going to go to town. And what I'm going to do and here's the rules is I'm going to give each of us twenty hot dogs. Okay, they're going to mm-hmm. be on a plate in front of us. You pick whatever condiment you want. Okay, mm-hmm. we're going to do ten minutes. Twenty hot dogs is the max though. If you hit 20, there's no way. There's no way there's we're going to hit no 20. But that's 20. why I'm only doing 20 a person. Right. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, you probably won't even need to do 15 a person. But Phillips told me to go ahead and get 20 because he is going to bring some performance enhancing drugs, is what he said for himself. <laughs> and I joked around about it because I thought it was hilarious. And I told him no. Yeah. But then I realized we're going to be drinking. So it's going to be okay. Okay. But keep we'll keep everybody posted. On the hot dog eating contest mm-hmm. for the illegal hand of the face cast plus a friend. Got it. Also, I'm going to try to get a hold of Joe Bear for mm-hmm. next week's episode to get his thoughts on the Indians and where they're at. Right. Okay. Yeah. Our Indians correspondent, Joe Bear. Joe Bear, love you, buddy. You'll be getting a phone call soon. Okay. And is there there's one other thing that we had to hit on and I can't remember what it is. Hmm. Oh. Also. All the episodes that you want to listen to from us are going to be on Facebook. They're going to be on Twitter. Every time that they're out, I blast them out on Facebook and Twitter. Mm -hmm. So if you have a problem, let me know via Facebook or Twitter, okay? And we'll get the problem situated. But obviously, we're in episode 12 now. So the first 11 episodes, you can find at Mm anchor.fm backslash Jared Bates. Okay, and then you can find them there and go or just search legal hand to the face on Spotify. Let's see here. Overcast Breaker. Um, what's the other one? That, I we got cast, app, I cast box cast box. We have iTunes. So we're on a whole bunch. Just search for us. Listen. 
Have a good time. Sure. Okay. Also, hit up. We forgot to give the uh, Papa V trivia plug, which uh, you can hit up Papa V at mm-hmm. appeal 419com Cool. Okay. And also, look up Harmon's Pla- Palette Treasures. As you can see, the whiskey is starting to kick in. <laughs> so, look them up. Chris, you're doing a phenomenal job down there. Thank you for building in West Lafayette, Ohio. It means a lot to the community. It means a lot to me. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, Brian, we're getting to here. We're going to do our top three. And we are going to do a different style of top three. So, get, bear with me for a right. second. Is everybody ready? Go for it. And I cannot. Oh, that's because that's turned down. You want me to sing? Yeah. Yep. Well, that's it. Wonderful. They screwed that one up. Awesome. <laughs> so blame it on the whiskey. Blame it on the whiskey. So our top three, we decided to help out some local businesses that we go to through this pandemic and everything. And since we talked about beer and the can bottle or draft debate, we got to pick our top three bars and a couple shout outs mm-hmm. that we like to frequent that take care of us. Okay. So, Bry, I'm going to give it to you. There's and there's no order in this, okay? No order. We're just going to shout out some bars that we go to and that we have fun oh, at. I got an order. Oh, well, I know you have an order. Okay. All right. All right do you well, want to do the order? I'll go my order. All yeah. right. I'll, I'll do an order places, too then. Yeah. All right. The top three. All right. So, what's your number three? Um, For three, I was having a hard time deciding between two bars. The one, I guess we'll call it an honorable mention, is one that... I love going to, I don't go to it a ton, I it just kind of special occasions, is uh, Thirsty Cowboy in Medina. Nice. Whenever there's a country uh, concert going on, I go there. Hey, I've been there. I love Thirsty Cowboy. There's, yeah. There's not many country here, bars you can that write, are left. You can ride a bowl. You can ride a bowl. You can play pool. You can play pool. And you can get drunk. And watch people dance, which hey, is hilarious when you're drunk. Sounds like my kind of heaven. Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I love going there only go there maybe a couple times a year for shout out live Thirsty music Cowboy. oh yeah i love the live music scene is phenomenal there if if you're looking for some live country music that's you know i think there's only a couple places uh what's the one in rootstown uh dusty armadillo dusty armadillo but it's a hall out there so the fact that there's one in medina it's a great time um but i'll go to one that is my go-to spot if i want to watch football and if I want to watch a lot of football on Sunday, NFL games, you know, I'm big into fantasy. Yes. Watch multiple games. They have the perfect setup, and it is Hooli House in Fairlawn. Okay. It's up on Restaurant Hill. It's kind of, I think it was the old steak on a stone. And they have, do you remember Damon's? Yeah. Damon's is Damon's, a place for ribs and so much more. Yeah. I don't know God, if there's I any. That. I don't know if there's any more. I don't think there are. There. I but love they that used place. to have four giant TVs. Oh, yeah. And you just watch. That's kind of how they do it at Hooli House. They have these four giant TVs. And then they also have a bunch of TVs all around you. But you can basically watch any game. There's only, what, maybe 10 going on. Yeah. On, uh, on Sunday at 1 o'clock. But I go there. I don't even pay attention to my wife. I'm sorry. Because <laughs> I'm just. <laughs> I'm like a kid in a candy so store. So Hooli House my, is number two? Hooli House is number one. Or, I'm sorry, number three. I thought you said... Our- Thirst Cowboy, honorable mention. Oh, okay. So that's my number three. Okay. Hooli House, 
NFL games, go there. You won't be disappointed. Okay, so my number three yep. is my first inclination to Cleveland. Okay. Mm-hmm. I am not from Cleveland, but I'm close enough to Cleveland that, you know, I've been a fan. Let's just put it that way. Okay. I moved here uh, early 2000s-ish. Mm-hmm. Okay. And there is a place in Westlake, Ohio. Okay. It is called the Dover Gardens. Oh. Uh, dive's been there. It yeah. is a little dive bar. The food is phenomenal. The prices are decent and cheap. Like, I've spent a hundred bucks there on a tab. Bry's been there with me when I did it. Okay. Careful about happy hour. Careful about happy hour, because they get you on that one. Yeah, it'll get you. It'll sneak up on you, and you'll end up closing down the bar, and right. other things happen. Right. But I, that place, to me, is at home for me, because I love it so much. That's where I first got my start here in Cleveland. That's where I met most of my friends mm-hmm. here in Cleveland. So, thank you, Dova. I'll be seeing you soon. Yeah, I love them. All right, so I'm going to flip back on my number two. Come on with it. Okay, so my number two is in Olmstead Township. Mm-hmm. It is called Razzles. Oh, You've yeah. been to Razzles with Razzles. me. Okay, so Razzles has got two pool tables. They got like 12 sand yeah. and volleyball yeah. pits. All right. Mm-hmm. Know the owner of They have an ice cream truck now. Really? Junior bought an ice cream truck, so they have an ice cream truck that shows up late at night get that you can get ice here. cream. Swear to God. That's it's genius. I know. I told him. I'm like, you are a genius. The food there, they got anything and everything you want. Wings are delicious. But they also have, if you walk into this place, they have a chef's special that will be up on the side, okay? And it's his special for the night. I got me a quadruple stack BLT from that place one time because that was a chef's special. Quadruple stack. Oh, God, it was amazing. You know how you normally get to clubs with the... It's too much meat. No, no, no. There's too much bread because <laughs> oh. he uses Texas Texas toast. Okay. So what it is is you have the bottom toast. Mm-hmm. And you normally have a club with a middle toast and then a top toast. Right. And then they stack it up that way. They add another layer. They add another layer. Sheesh. But they have fries, pizzas, wigs. Their wigs are phenomenal. Uh-huh. They have a wig night. I think it's... Wednesday night, wig night. I can't remember which one it is. But they have all sorts of drink specials. So the reason why Brian and I are doing this, and I got I got to do this now. Sure. Is when everything ends, we're talking about once a month, going to certain establishments that are locally owned, not, you know, the big names, not BW3s, not, mm-hmm. you know, anything of that nature. We're going to go to locally owned bomb and pop spots and have food there and watch some games there and see what their game day specials are for you guys. So that all around Cleveland, you know where you can go to watch a good game, get a good meal, mm-hmm. and get a good price. Mm-hmm. All right. So that was that's our plan with this, but the pandemic kind of screwed it up. So this is how we're doing it now. Right. So you're number two, big fella. My number two is also a establishment in Medina. It's right off of 71. It's actually across the street from Thirsty Cowboy. It is called On Tap. I think there's... Oh, last I heard, there are three or four, maybe in like Kent, Akron, Stowe area, something like that. The one in Medina is brand new, maybe five, six years old. It's almost like three or four restaurants slash bars in one. Oh, Because nice. as soon as you walk in, you have kind of your bar <laughs> area. Sorry. 
high tops, you have your bar, you have TVs all over the place, and you also have like a more quiet um, family room that's Ooh. in the back. You also have a spot in the back where they open up these garage doors, and it's kind of like an indoor-outdoor bar. Okay. But the thing that really sells it, and especially now, is phenomenal, is their patio. They have a fantastic patio. Oh, that's nice. And so the atmosphere is great, but the food is really... The food and the beer selection is really what sells it. So on tap of Medina, number two. All right, what's your number one there? Number one, it's kind of been a go-to for me since, I don't know, basically I moved back to Medina after college. Uh, it's it's a Italian restaurant slash a sports bar. I don't go to the Italian restaurant How, I much. was going to say, hold on. It's an Italian restaurant it's slash, slash sports, sports bar? So they're, they're almost like two separate places. Okay, really, okay. Because they don't, I mean, you could go to the Italian restaurant, you would never know there's a bar in the back. Um, the bar in the back is called JoJo's, and it's in Medina. All right, fantastic I gotta go with, food. I gotta go with you, JoJo's. Fantastic uh, patio that they just built recently. They used to have karaoke every Friday and Saturday night. Now I don't think they kind of go back and forth on that. But if you want to go there and just have a good time, it's not too crazy. It's not a crazy young crowd if, yeah. if that's what you're looking for. But it's a nice mix of everything, and I love JoJo's. Yeah. What you got? So my number one, okay, and it's technically two bars because it's where I play pool at a lot, and it's in Parma Heights. Mm-hmm. I think it's Parma Heights. I'm not sure. But you have Mr. B's and Rookies right next to each other. Like, they are two doors away from each other. And if you want to go down to Mr. B's, you go to Mr. B's. They have a they have a nice setup. They, during Browns games, they pull down a huge screen and they do a projection. Okay. Uh-huh. Plus, they got all the TVs behind the bar. Okay. Also, with the radio equipment, plus, they have their own Mr. B's burger. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's a play on the Roman burger from Mr. Hero. It is freaking phenomenal. Wow. Vic does it well. Okay. Mm-hmm. He is my man. Love him. Vic, if you listen, which I doubt you do, thank you. Oh, sure okay. He does. But Rookies is. Two doors down, okay? They also have two locations. There's one in Parma Heights. There's one in Parma or Ridge. Okay. It used to be the old Racks uh, Beers and Barbecue. Uh, it's right on the five point of Ridge and Pearl and all that. You'll you'll see the sign for it. Their food is the bomb also. Yeah. They got pool tables everywhere. They got game day specials. They got drink specials. Go visit them. But there's one honorable mention that we are forgetting okay. that we go to after work on oh. certain days, oh. and it is Scorches yeah. on the east side. Right. I it's think right it's 271 right, Miles Road. Miles Road on 271 and 480, mm-hmm. okay? They have, at the time, now we haven't been back here since the pandemic, but we used to go there every Friday because they had a lunch special, and it was $5 oh, yeah. for a burger, fries, and a beer. A 22-ounce beer. 22-ounce beer, but still, that is not a bad deal. All right? They got a few handful of pool tables. They got TVs everywhere. The food is amazing. The burgers are so good. What are those one things called? Uh, Buffalo balls or something? Oh, the buffalo balls. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Those are the ones with the uh, buffalo chicken. uh, Well, it's like it's a meatball with whatever wing sauce you want. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh. Mm -hmm. So they... They got some. They have a sand volleyball pit there, also. Right. Okay. They got 
golden tea and whatever you want to play. They also have one, two, three, four, I think like eight TVs. Hmm. And they're all around the bar. So it, it's, we go there after Good work time. because it's five bucks. You get a burger, you have a beer, and you can have some fun with your friends before you go home. Yep. And it's right next to the highway, which is even better. Perfect. So those are our shout outs for now. If you guys want us to visit a certain establishment, please hit us up. We are willing to go pretty much anywhere to try, try a beer and food. As long as it's not Pittsburgh. As long as it's not Pittsburgh or Erie. Mm-hmm. I can't go to Erie. Oh, I love Erie. I can't do it. I have plenty of family in Erie. Well, of course you do. <laughs> you got to play a family in Toledo, too. Nah. But we're not getting into Toledo. Okay. So, like I said, if you want it, hit us up at Legal Ham to the Face on Facebook, mm-hmm. Legal Ham to the Face on Twitter, or Legal Ham to the Face at gmail.com. Hit us up. I know there's a couple establishments that we've hit on the east side on uh, Cedar Lee, Cedar Lee Club. Mm-hmm. With the, downtown. With the Gardenas. Right. You know, we've, we've been downtown. So hit us up if you think we have never been somewhere and we will shout it out for you. We greatly appreciate everybody listening. Mm -hmm. So, Brian, we're here at the end of the show, bud. Give it to me. Trivia. Yep. Who, per nine innings, has 10 strikeouts or more. There's two of them. One One plays for the Indians. One is a current pitcher of the Indians right now. Man. If you're throwing me a curveball, then it's got to be Savale. But I'm going with. You said it wasn't. Well, you you gave me Clevenger. He was less than ten. Uh, no, no, no. I did not give you. Clevenger. Oh, I thought you said Clevenger. I was did less no. Than... I said Kluber. Kluber. Okay. So I did not give any you... of our. I did not give you. Clevenger. I'm gonna. I'm gonna stick with my original guess and say Cookie. Cookie was number five. Oh, Cookie was five. Yeah, I gave you three. Golly, so Bieber. So it's got to be Bieber. Kluber, Bauer, and Cookie, three, four, five. Okay. You say Bieber. I say Bieber's got to be the, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Is it Clevenger? (laughs) Savale. (laughs) Who? Danny Salazar. He's not on the team. 10.5. Clevenger. Clevenger was second at 10. Point one. Clevenger was Salazar. Salazar ten point five per nine innings. Jeez. Think about that. Think of the potential that that guy had. Oh yeah. I gave you two Salazar trivia's in a row. That's ridiculous. Uh, And you still screwed it up. Danny Salazar. Danny freaking Salazar. Damn it. (laughs) Well, what could have been, Brian? I'll get you. What could you always do? You make me look like a jackass, but that's all right. So we our illegal ham to the face thank you so much for listening to us we appreciate everything bry give them a god bless god bless you god bless america all right we are uncorked unloaded and out thanks sweet